Hey everybody, welcome back to 9-4 Radio. I want to talk today about a, a concept that I'm, I'm exploring. Um, I've brought it up when I did relaunch the podcast and talked about um, it's going to be a little bit longer, it's not going to be quite as polished it's going to evolve and like get better, but um, it. I want it to be more of a real talk, and I'm I'm really doubling down on that. I'm I'm really putting my money where my mouth is, um, and I I want to kind of give the why behind it, and where I've where I've had to. Um, like where I've had to like be kind of confronted with okay are you, are you truly going to commit to this or you know are you going to try to I don't know like are you going to commit to it or are you going to kind of go back and not even for just the podcast the podcast is is it's mine you know so it's it is a lot easier to not compare it to anything else. You know, I'm, I don't know, like less than my whole podcasting career, less than 200 podcasts in, um, for this one, I, you know, for this inception, this concept of my podcast, I'm, you know, less than 30 in. And, um, so I, I have plenty of time and uh, to get better at it and to not be perfect, to not be polished. And, and that's what I want to talk about today is that feeling that not having the words for, you know, like being okay with not having the perfect words, being okay with not having your elevator pitch perfect um, that idea of having a knowing, but like, um, not being able to, to like necessarily put words to it and being okay with that, being okay, having that feeling, but like not knowing how to, how to communicate it, you know, how to, how to communicate it verbally or written, um, but just know that that feeling exists and it's it'll it'll kind of get there when it gets there um so let's i guess let's let's kick it off the idea of being unpolished but being comfortable speaking like that's the first step and it's a it's a step that a lot of people don't value because who cares if I can talk in front of people if I can't like put a sentence together. Um, and it all goes back to like, nobody cares and nobody's really listening. And it's, it's a, it's kind of like a, def- it's not really a defeatist mindset, but it is, it's realizing that people will feel your energy before they hear your words. 
And I have a real-world example um, from a few weeks ago. You can sound polished. You, you can literally, like, you get up in, in a presentation, you can sound polished and you can sound perfect. If there is no real energy behind what you're doing, and I don't even mean, like, you can be the most enthusiastic speaker. You can be... Like, you can do all the things that you believe a speaker should do during a speech. You can hit all of your marks. You can you can be, like, the perfect speaker. If there's not something, some level of comfort, some level of passion, some level of experience behind what you're saying... People are going to feel that. And it's going to, they're not going to be able to put their, their, like their finger on it, but something is like, they're not going to trust you. And like, they're not going to trust what you're saying. You know, they're going to feel spoken at, I guess is a better way to put it. They're going to feel spoken at more than like in a conversation with. And it's my, um, it's my feeling and my thought that, if you're able to connect with people, and even if you're the speaker, if they feel seen, heard, loved, the, you know, the whole Brene Brown thing about humans, they are going to walk away from that experience better than if they're talked at for that same length of time. And you can have two speakers. One is vastly more polished than the other. They both have the same <clears throat> general... concept title uh for their speech you're going to convey you're going to convey more to people if you're a little bit unpolished but you're comfortable speaking you you know the thing that you're talking about and you're and you have experience with it than if you are doing the things you think speakers need to do. Like if you were stepping away from like your authenticity and your genuineness to speak to something because you think you should, you're actually degrading your your credibility as a speaker for one and your and and you're like dishonoring who you are. Like, as a person. You're just, you're not living into, like, the best version of yourself. I guess that's a better way. Like, it's a, it's a less, like, judgmental way. But you're just, if, if you're doing the things you think people that do that job are doing, you are not honoring yourself as a person. Because... The beauty of humans is in our imperfections. And that's, uh, I mean, you can, you can kind of look everywhere. Um, like artificial intelligence and robots is, is a very, um, it's a really good example. You can, a, a designer can make the perfect person. Like they can, they can make the perfect robot. 
as humans, we are going to understand that that's a robot. Because there are no imperfections. And uh, I heard about it from a few podcasts. It's the uncanny valley. And the more perfect something is, the less real it is. And, like, you have to bridge that valley. Um, and you just, like, we just can't. There is a perfection in our imperfections that make humans human and relatable and... There's a genuineness that you can't perform your way into. And that's like, that's the thesis behind the way that I, the way that I speak, uh, the way that I run this podcast now. And when I, um, when I help people like find their not find their voice but when i help people with like speech craft the thing i'm most concerned with or the thing i put the most focus on is comfort like a speaker's comfort and getting like getting repetitions Because I, like, you can teach skills, but you can't teach comfort. And comfort only comes from having really, really good experiences. And then once you're, like, very, very stable, then you have, like, experiences that will stretch you a little bit. But you have to have those early on. It is vastly more important to have good experiences than it is to have, like, effective experiences. Because you, just like with working out, like you are not going to go from like not working out to being a great athlete in one session. So like the effectiveness and the efficiency of like a session is irrelevant if you, if you're not having a good time. If you're having a good time, especially like the first 10 sessions, A, doing anything is going to be better than doing nothing. And B you're going to develop like a want to start focusing on like the skills involved in getting better. But you can't, you can't have the reverse. You can't put skills before want to. So when, so going back to like speech craft in general, I want people to be, to have such a great time talking, like getting comfortable and, and having a great experience. Then we can talk about, okay, this, you need an intro, you need a body, you need to have a thesis behind what you're saying. You need to, you know, here's some body language stuff. None of that matters. 0% of that matters right out of the gate. If you are just working on skills, there's no heart behind what you're saying. And people, your audience, most speakers, especially in Toastmasters, like most speakers join to get comfortable speaking and after getting comfortable speaking it's connecting with the audience that's it getting comfortable public speaking and connecting with the audience and neither of those things are going to happen if you have only the skill of putting together a speech and delivering it 
Skill will come later. You will 100% get more comfortable by doing it more. And you will 100% connect with your audience if you're genuine. And you're only going to be genuine if you have those like real solid good experiences first because that's the base you're going to build all of your skill on. And I know you've seen it. I know I've seen it. I've seen speakers do things that they've seen other speakers do. And instead of sitting down and trying to figure out why they want to be better speakers, they just want to do what this latest TED Talk person's done or this latest uh, whoever keynote speaker did. And when you, like, when you see them speak, it's, it is, it's kind of a bummer. Like it, because you know you're not getting them. You're getting the version of them that they think they should be because they've seen it before on somebody else. It's just, they're wearing somebody else's clothes. You know, it's like a kid wearing their parents' clothes. It just, it, a little bit of it just doesn't fit for some reason. And like, all I want to do when I see that is like, tell the, you know, tell the speaker, tell the kid that like, it's okay to wear their clothes. You know, like it's okay to show people who you are first and foremost that's what's going to connect you with audiences and that ultimately is going to like your message will get across but nobody likes to be spoke at nobody and they want to be they want to be talked with or talk you know they don't want to be talked at or talked to they want to be they want to be in a conversation And the only way for people to feel like they're in a conversation is if they feel like they're getting the most authentic version of that speaker, right? And once that's established, it's infinite, like the message of your speech will, it's almost like a secondary, like it's a thing that like, it's an unconscious act, like that knowledge will get absorbed, and I, I can't tell you why it works. I can just tell you that it works. If you are comfortable and you can connect with your audience from a genuine human person level, your message is going to get into your audience exponentially more than if you try to do it in reverse. If you try to like deliver the perfect speech in a way that you've seen other people do it that's effective your audience is going to spend all of its time wondering, like putting their defenses up, like wondering why they're being spoke at, trying to figure out who you are, and 0% of your message is going to get through to them. So that's, um, that's a little bit more of a why behind what I, like, what I do, why I do what I do. And also... I'm I'm looking into uh, becoming, so with Toastmasters, the nice thing about it is they have like community-based programs and I, I want to bring this idea to more people because everybody speaks in front of, uh, in front of other people. It's so common and not everybody like can become a part of Toastmasters. Not everybody can... Uh, not everybody wants to like take that big leap 
but there can be like these little crews of people who want to get a little bit better at certain things. So I'm starting with um, Nature of the North. The thing that I'm doing with them is is developing that, that speaker pool with Nature Night, our monthly hangout. And the, I, so I talk to speakers that are talking about like unbelievably cool things that they've done. It's a lot easier for me to start there because I'm talking to people who A, want to speak, B, have something like super cool that they're very passionate about or that they did, and, and the form and the, the comfort comes through that. Um, so working with Nature of the North, offering some, some speech craft is definitely in the future. Um, and then also taking, taking this Toastmaster training um, and making it more accessible to people just out there. It's, it's, in a lot of ways, I'm trying to, I, like I'm, I'm really trying to hone in on what are my unique skills and how can I have, a, like how can I help people? How can I take my skills and and help other people who want to develop those same skills because everybody has something they can teach somebody else everybody has a unique skill that people want so that's that's uh that's what I'm doing and I wanted to use, you know, this, this episode, obviously, to, to talk about, like, actually, I, I kind of used this episode to develop my thesis behind my purpose or my mission behind um, stepping into speechcraft. Um, and it's been very helpful. So, um, if you're interested, if you want to, like, if you're interested in seeing what speech, what a speech craft curriculum or just working with me looks like, obviously reach out on social media and, or 9.4.coaching at gmail.com and be on the lookout for speech craft offerings in the future. Um, I need to go through some, some Toastmasters training to be able to do that. Uh, and I'm excited. So once again, wrap, you know, put a bow on this. It's, it's comfort and it's you. And then it's your message when talking about any kind of presentation, any kind of speech. People want to be talked with or chatted with. They don't want to be talked at or talked to. Whatever you've seen somebody else do, understand they've had to develop that on their own, and that's their voice. And your voice is just as good, and it's just as worthwhile, and it is just as valuable. You just need to develop your voice. Find your voice. Because there isn't your voice anywhere else. Talk to you next time. Thanks.